What it do, everybody? Welcome to and welcome into Shamai and Kobe Unfiltered. Um, I'm Shamai Cook. That's Kobe Washington. Um, well, Happy New Year. Um, I hope you enjoyed your holiday season with your family. Uh, safe and sound, even though the COVID numbers are going up. Um, how's it going? Happy New Year, Kobe. How's it going? Happy New Year, my guy. Happy New Year. It's going good, man. Made it to 2022. I know. Some, some, some people didn't make it, but we made it. And I'm yes. glad about it. Uh, yes, sir. The, uh, another a person that did actually did not make it to 2021 was John Madden. We're going to talk about that um, just briefly here. But the Hall of Famer broadcaster, coach, um, died uh, during our, our, our uh, winter break, our, our hiatus, if you would say, um, at the age of um, nine, um, 85. There has not been an announce of uh, death yet. But Kobe, how does um, his legacy, how could, how should his legacy be remembered? His legacy should be remembered as arguably one of the greatest coaches and broadcasters to ever, that has ever been a part of the game of football. You know, they made a whole game after him. I mean, Madden is, Madden is literally named after him. You know, that just shows, you know, his legacy, his greatness, you know, what he meant to the game of football, especially the um, Raiders organization. Man, he he lived a great life, legendary career. Sad to see him go, honestly. Yeah, just the game of Madden. Some people might know him as a, I don't know, I didn't, I wasn't alive, I would think I was alive. Oh, I know you definitely were alive because you're a little bit older than me when he uh, was broadcasting. Um, he's on the only broadcaster to commentate at every major network he has. Mm-hmm. So, but he started off at Fox and um, Fox over actually over before his death, um, they did a documentary which was excellent. Fox Sports did. Um, if you haven't if you haven't um, watched it, you should check that out. Um, is on Fox On Demand and um, whatever it is on. But to hear Tom Brady and to hear Patrick Mahomes and hear his former colleagues at CBS and Fox and current people who were influenced by him, who were, looked, looked up to him, it was really very great to see. Lamar Jackson said um, that he cried when he found out he was going to be on the cover of Madden 21. Um, and he, he, in according to him, he's not an emotional guy like that. So he has made a, um, a, 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 a very impact on the game of football. And I don't know, I don't think you know this, Kobe, but before, before John Madden, there was no line of scrimmage lines on, on our television screen in the first down lines. John Madden mm-hmm. made that. He made football more powerful to watch um, at, at home or whatever you watch football. Um, and then how, you know how commentators during the game use the yellow marks. He created that too. He put energy into the game, you know, with his, uh, his, uh, his, his automatopias, but boom, pow, bang, you know, all of mm-hmm. that. It made the game of football. He, he was football. John Madden was football and we loved and I, I, um, I loved him as a, as a, you know, broadcaster as my, I have a broadcaster also, um, and he would be very truly missed. His legacy will live on forever. And Canton, um, as a as a coach, and, and, and we didn't break up the coach. He he's the only coach ever to have. Um, I think it was uh, a 10, 103 and thirty two record, and that has not been broken yet. So 
the perfect record uh, of all time till this day. And he won a championship with, uh, with uh, Oakland at the time it was the Oakland Raiders at the time. So we're, we're, we're glad about it. Our, um, our thoughts and prayers goes out to his family. Oh, let's move on into a lighter note. Uh, actually is actually not a lighter note because this is kind of a barren thing on his part, but Antonio Brown going is officially, first of all, he's not a Buccaneer anymore, but Antonio Brown appears to uh, play his last NFL game um, as a Buccaneer um, after that horrendous incident. He took off his shoulder pads um, during the third quarter of the Tampa Bay versus the New York Jets game um, this past Sunday in MetLife Stadium. Uh, immediately after the game, Bruce Arians announced that he was no longer a book after that decision. Uh, took off his shoulder pads, threw uh, his his shirt into the crowd, threw, uh, threw his gloves to the crowd, and just proceeded to have a show in the opposite end zone while Tom Brady in the uh, Tampa Bay offense was on the field. So, Mr. Washington, um, will AB ever play an NFL game again? Mm, I don't think so. I think that might have been his uh, last stint. You know, we've talked about this, you know, off camera. Yep. Um, this is not the first time he's done something like this. This is his third team, actually his fourth team, really. And, you know, um, he's had incidents in the past. You know, we saw the incidents with the Steelers and how that played out. You know, yep. he gets traded. He gets traded to, at the time, the Oakland Raiders. And the man basically cusses out his coach, his offense, basically telling them he doesn't want to be there. You know, he gets released before he even plays a game for the Oakland Raiders, mm-hmm. goes to New England. He plays a game with us. And then, you know, the whole um, sexual assault game also. He, was he played a great game with us. It looked like, looked like he found a new home with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And then, you know, the sexual the sexual assault allegations came. Yep. He ended up being released literally after that one game. Yeah, one game, yep. Imagine. That one game, you know. And then he gets another chance. He gets brought back to Tampa Bay. He wins the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Everything's looking good for Antonio oh, like Brown. A touchdown then, pass, a key touchdown mm, pass in the Super Bowl. He caught, caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl. And um, everything was looking good for Antonio Brown. And then now we see this. Um, first, let me just get this off the record Antonio Brown's an amazing talent nobody's gonna question nobody's (laughs) gonna question his talent on the football field what he does for football teams how big of a piece of of a how big of a piece he can be to any offense that he's a part of Mm -hmm. but you know it's just his on the field antics is his behavior and I'm and looking at this I think he might have just played his last game in the NFL I don't see another NFL team that's gonna want to deal with this guy um mm-hmm. you know like i said putting talent aside i don't think there's gonna be another nfl team that's gonna want to deal with um him and his antics and you know whatever he's going through whatever you know is going on with him i hope you know he finds the help that he needs if he if he needs it um man it just really sucks to see a player with his talent and a player of his caliber you know go to waste like this um i've heard of multiple other things that transpired during you know his rant i heard that um he told coaches that he wasn't healthy you know he said that 
his ankles were hurting and they tried to force him to go back in the game. And they told him basically, if he doesn't get in the game, then he's out. I heard that. Um, this is all I heard a lot. Of, I've, I, yeah, it's all alleged. I've, I've heard a lot of things. I heard that, you know, he was actually eight catches away from a $33,000 bonus and they were freezing him out. I've heard that too. Uh, I don't know. But I'm at the same time, you know, like I said to you off camera, I don't think, you know, this is really all on him. Like this has some, this awesome. I don't think the Buccaneers coaching staff is also in the clear of this. I really don't. Um, because I don't think, you know, he's just going to go off throw his shoulder pads on the sideline and just, you know, th- do all these antics unless, you know, he didn't agree with something or the Bucks coaching staff had did something. I don't think he's just going to up and do that. Um, cause like, cause we, like we said before, like we've seen before with the, um, with his other teams, you know, he, him and big Ben on the Steelers, they weren't him, big Ben and the coaching staff. They weren't seeing eye to eye. That's why he and ultimately decided, um, to get up out of Pittsburgh. He wasn't seeing eye to eye with the coaching staffs and the players on the Oakland Raiders at the time. That's what also ended up to him being released. Um, I didn't hear any bad things about him being with the Patriots, just the sexual assault allegations. So, you know, they just had to release him at that point. And now, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't think the Bucks are in the clear of this. Don't get me wrong. You know, his antics are not professional, you know, they shouldn't be happening. But at the same time, like I said, I don't think the Bucks are in the clear of any of any of this. I feel like there's something going on internally that just is not being said. Um, Tom Brady clearly has no idea what's going on. Um, and he's the one who basically co-signed for Antonio Brown to come to the Buccaneers. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah so yeah. that's why I also say the Bucks aren't in the clear. But like I said, I hope he gets the help that he needs if he ends up needing it. I would really love to see him back on the field because, like I said, he's a tremendous talent. He's a one-of-a-kind talent. You know, this guy at one point, we was saying he was he's one of the best receivers to ever play the game at one point yeah. in his career. So, we were saying that. So, yeah, like I said, man, I hope, I hope this isn't the last time that we end up seeing him on the field, but it really does look like that. Well, I really think it is, um, and here's why. There is no team that's going to take Antonio Brown acting like that on a roster, on a, in the locker room, or in the football field after something like that. That that would never happen. I don't think. I think his NFL career is over. That was his last game um, as a football player in the NFL. Um, listen, he lost everybody's trust after this. Okay, he lost everybody's trust. He broke. He broke his trust with Tom Brady, in my opinion, because Tom Brady, like you said, he Tom Brady literally brought this brother into his home, right? Flew him out to Tampa Bay, pick, no, picked him up, picked him up at the airport, brought him into his home and nurtured him into being the great player that he was. He was that he was in that Super Bowl run, right? Got a key touchdown pass in the in the game, also the whole playoff run, in the whole playoff. Yes, that is a great point, especially in Green Bay. When they went to um, went to um, Lambo, yeah, um, he was um he caught some huge passes in yes. Green Bay. Yes, um, he showed his selfishness to uh, a- again because you know what he did the next day. He went to a Nets game. Oh yeah, I saw him. Yeah, that that that's crazy. You went to a Nets game that so that proves that you don't care what you just did the previous day. That's that's another thing that I think that was selfish. Um, 
this, like you said, this was not the only uh, incident that we have seen. Because remember, this, this, this um, earlier this season, not too long ago, maybe a couple weeks, then he gets suspended for a fake vaccination card. Remember that? And then, like you said, in Oakland, with the situation in Oakland and New England and Pittsburgh, he felt like since, uh, like in Pittsburgh, he didn't want to show up to practice since Big Ben didn't show up to practice. He so he didn't have to ha- uh, show up to practice. Um, the difference between this incident and other incidents, um, I did I just name that we saw this on camera, an HD, 4K. We saw this. All the other incidents, they were not caught on camera. There was no ocular proof. Right here, we have ocular proof of the brother taking off his his, his shoulder pads, his helmet, and everything, and throwing it on the sideline, throwing it in the crowd, and acting a, a damn fool in the end zone. It's a very, first of all, it's very childish, very embarrassing on his part. Um, for the first time, AB's talent didn't get, didn't distract his, um, his actions for the first time. And that's why I believe Bruce Arians wasn't going for it. Um, how disrespect, I think that's, that's disrespectful to not only Tom Brady and the Bucks, but to the coaching staff who actually didn't have to listen to Tom Brady and say, you could come on the team or, you know, like the Bucks, they, they didn't have to do that. But the question is, is something going on with his mental health? That's the question. That's the million-dollar question everybody's wondering about. But I'm not going to if, – even if there is, you're a grown man. You should know what you're doing, and especially to that extent. Well, well, that's moving on to the uh, association. Clay and uh, Clay Thompson is coming back. Uh, to the Golden State Warriors uh, lineup for the first time in two years. And um, he will make his debut in Cleveland um, versus uh, the, the Cavs in Cleveland this Sunday coming up. Huh? It's in Golden State. The game's in Golden State. They're, they're, I mean, the game is in yes, Golden State. Versus, excuse me. It's versus Cleveland in Golden State. Thank you, Kobe. Um, and over in, in, in over in Brooklyn, um, my well, it's technically your guy, but it's my guy too. Kyrie Irving is coming back after not uh being here for half, half of the season, uh, due to not being vaccinated. So, the million dollar question is whose comeback is more impactful, Kyrie or Clay? I'm gonna have to say Kyrie simply for the fact of simply for the fact that nobody thinks the Nets can win a championship without Kyrie. People think the Warriors can win a championship without Klay Thompson right now. Ah, um, stretch. Um, the Warriors, the War, Klay Thompson is just going to come back to the Warriors and they're just going to keep playing the way they've been playing. Over in Brooklyn, we've seen Brooklyn drop games to teams that if they had Kyrie, they wouldn't be dropping games too. You know, Kyrie is a showstopper. Kyrie, Kyrie is a guy who can give you 25 plus in his sleep. Yeah. You know, Kyrie, Kyrie. And even as Kevin Durant said it, said it early this season, they miss Kyrie. They need Kyrie if they really want to win the championship. They, they got Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and James Harden together for the simple fact that it's win now. The Warriors have already won with it with um Klay Thompson in the past. Warriors have already won, and as we're seeing, they're still winning now. You know, the Warriors, 
the Warriors are just on an, a different level and they're just on a stretch that nobody predicted until Clay was actually going to come back, you know. But with the Nets, you know, right now, right now, I think they're second in the East, either second or third in the, second East. in the East. They're second in the East, you know. They're dropped. And like why I said, they're why dropping. Like Chicago. Right. And like I said, right now, they're dropping games to team to teams that they would beat without that they would beat with Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? And Kyrie, he's gonna he's gonna impact the Nets, even though it's only gonna be on away games. They're still gonna need Kyrie to show up if if they really want to get to the championship. And I think Kyrie's impact on the Nets is gonna be greater than Clay's impact on the Warriors because, like I said, the Warriors are already up there. You know what I mean? The Warriors are playing excellent basketball. They're the best team in the NBA, record-wise. And Clay Thompson is gonna add to it. The Nets, on the other hand, they're not they're not playing the best of basketball these last couple of games, but Kyrie's going to elevate them into that higher upper echelon spot that I think they should, they really should be at, you know, with Kyrie, there's no undisputed that they're the best team in the East. There's, there's no, there's no disputing that they're the best team in the East when all three of those guys are healthy. And I don't see a team in the East beating the Nets when all three of those guys are healthy. You take, you take um one of those guys out, you know, the Nets are vulnerable. But you have all three, all three are showstoppers. All three can put the ball in the basket. All three make players around them better because of how good they are. And the Nets need Kyrie to be there, to be healthy if they want to win a championship. And I think with Kyrie, they can definitely win a championship and get to and get um to the championship through the East. We all know the East is pretty tough. You know, they're still, we still gotta give respect to the defending champs in Milwaukee. Chicago has surprised a lot of us. Yep. You know, I don't, you know, I think uh, there's a few, there's a lot of people in the media who, who need to be fired after saying DeMar DeRozan was one of the worst signings of the offseason. season. There's a lot of people in the media who need to be fired for that um, because they had no idea what the hell they were talking about. When I saw DeMar go to the Bulls, I, I said it was a blessing in the sky, a guy who can slash, who can get his own shot in the mid range, also can take a lot of the scoring load off of Zach Levine. Off of Zach Levine, who doesn't, who um, and also a guy who doesn't need the ball in his hands to be effective. But like I said, the East, the Nets rule will rule the East with Kyrie Irving. You oh, know the Warriors. You can't forget about Miami either, because yeah, you know, and Miami. Tough. I'm sorry, I can't sleep on Miami, yeah. even though Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler just, just came back. He actually just got hurt. Oh, I don't man. know if you saw the game against the Warriors. He did just get hurt. I hope it's nothing too serious, but he did get a. He did just get hurt, but even without Jimmy Butler, we see Miami win games. You know, they're still winning games. You know, Tyler Hero is taking a huge step off the bench. P.J. Tucker's playing good. Kyle Lowry's playing good. You know, they're starting to get their team back off of the COVID list. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Kyrie Irving's going to have a bigger impact on the Nets than Klay Thompson's going to have a bigger – than Klay Thompson is on the Warriors. Well, well, I think it's Clay because uh, the Nets – can well they could potentially go to the the, the finals without clay without Kyrie and I, I I see I don't think they're gonna win it but I think they can go without I think without. though I think I personally think if Kyrie is there full time the Nets will win the championship uh, I do not I I, yeah, love, I, love I believe so Warriors. too I believe so I love 
I love the Warriors. That's a guarantee. I do yeah. not think the Warriors will beat the Nets in a seven game uh, series. If that, it might it might go to a seven games. It might yeah, go, I think it, it might go, go seven. seven. But I'm gonna give the edge to the Nets simply for the fact of the Nets are more unguardable than the Warriors. In my uh, opinion, especially in one on one isolation, I like that's a, that's another discussion. But I feel like the net that look at the stretch to to the Warriors, and here's why they have better defenders than the yeah, they definitely do have they better have, defenders. They have better def- in the but I don't, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't see anybody on the Warriors stopping Kevin Durant one on one. I don't see anybody on the Warriors stopping Kyrie Irving one on one. You know, Steph has. Steph has become a better defender, but if you remember back in 2016, they were literally picking on Steph to guard Kyrie Irving, and he did not want that smoke. He did not want that smoke with Kyrie. That's true. Well, I think this Kyrie is a distraction to the Nets uh, uh, um, off the court, not on the court, you know, but the Warriors are making – they won't – I don't think they can make it out the West without Clay. That's the thing. I think that the I think right now they're they're very hot. They we they are the best team in in the league, right? But Clay makes them unstoppable. That's the thing. Are, are we forgetting how a great defender Clay is? Are we? Oh, I'm not saying that Clay isn't a great defender. No, no, no. I'm not. But, I'm not. I'm, I didn't gotta, say you didn't say that. You but gotta, what I'm saying is realize he's coming off a too serious leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. I understand that. Yeah, that, is, that's. That's my only. That's my only if. So you're you're, you're Clay, just concerned on his his coming back from being unhealthy. That's your concern. That's my, what you're saying. My, yeah, my concern isn't on the offensive end with Clay. My concern isn't on the offensive end with Clay. It's on the defensive end. But like you just said, what made Clay so special was the fact that he could pick up the other team's best guard and have and not lock them down, but basically keep them under control and do his best. You know what I mean? You know, his length and his size really was a factor. You know, he's coming off of two serious leg injuries. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like I and like we both said, you know, he's the guy who normally takes the other team's best guard, right? Yeah. The Nets have two. The Nets have two. That's true. And I think the Nets you're, you're probably James right Harden. with when it comes to James, James Harden, Harden, I think James Hart, well – he did kind of eat Jake. Well, I, that was 2016. Well, listen, the brother care. Remember, don't forget, in 2016, Clay was like the best player on the court in 2016 in that in, in that NBA Finals versus OKC. Okay, and who guess who was on the floor? Kevin Durant. Okay, right. Let's not, let's right. not forget about that. Okay, right. And that's but, what I'm saying. Where I don't, I'm not worried about his offensive talent. I'm not worried about 19, it. He's gonna, he's still gonna be fourth quarter. That's, that's crazy. He's, he's still gonna be that catch and shoot guy. He's still yeah. gonna. He's still gonna hit his threes. I'm not worried about that. It's it's the defensive end. If Clay Thompson comes back, I say maybe like 75 to 80 percent of that defensive of that defensive beast that we know he is. I I see no problem with him. I I see no problem with him. Uh, I don't. I see no reason why the Warriors wouldn't be able to make the finals, barring any injuries or you know whatever could happen. It's a long season. Anything could happen. But I. But I would see no reason why he shouldn't, why they wouldn't make the finals. But like I said, if Clay Thompson isn't that defensive guy that we know he is to be, and he ends up becoming a defensive liability because of those um because of those leg injuries, then yeah. Well, so you, you don't you don't think that 
the the Suns could put up a fight with them in the Western Conference Finals? I do think the Suns could put up a fight because Devin Booker is special. Mm-hmm. We know that. You know, um, Chris Paul, the point guard, we know how great Chris Paul is. And there, and the and another reason, you know, Mikel Bridges, Mikel Bridges is amazing on defense. Mm-hmm. Mikel Bridges is amazing on defense. We need to give that brother credit where he he deserves it. He should be in the conversation for defensive player of the year, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And another reason why I feel like the Suns could put up a fight with the Warriors is because simple to the fact that they're bigger. They're bigger than they them. play they big. Have, they do they, play they, big. I love they're, that they're they play big, especially with DeAndre um, Aiden also. DeAndre, yeah, yeah, they have a two-headed monster. As yeah. You got DeAndre Aiden start, and you got JaVale McGee coming off the bench. JaVale McGee is a three-time champion. Yeah. Let's not forget about that. He was he helped the Lakers win a championship, and he won two with the Warriors at their starting center. So yes. let's not forget. So mm-hmm. let's not forget. And let's not forget that the, the, the Warriors do still have Iguodala. Right. Don't no, forget about that. So yes, Iguodala, the Warriors Iguodala. definitely still have Iguodala. But we also got to remember, you know, the Warriors also are having James Wiseman come off injury. And, you know, we got to yeah, see how he plays. Yeah, yeah, we got to yeah. see how he plays, you know, against these bigs. You know, a lot of bigs really do bully James Wiseman around down there in the paint. So we got to really see how he plays against these bigs. That's a big – the bigs are a big reason why I see the Suns being able to take out the Warriors because in the – because they can also hit as many threes as the Warriors. Don't don't get it wrong. They can also hit as many threes as the Warriors, and uh, they have a I, great. I, I, I want to give that to the Warriors when it comes perimeter shooters. I, oh yeah, I, no, I give it. I give it to the war. I give the Warriors the edge, but the but when the Phoenix Suns get hot, they can shoot the ball. Yeah, they have shooters. That's their true. bench is, and their bench is not full of scrubs. Their bench is not full of scrubs. They have and they're very like, well coached. Also, they're very well. Yeah, coached. they're very Mind well coached. You can see the discipline coach. when it comes. I, I, what was the game? Well, I was watching of the Suns the other day, um, when Steph and that's not oh, Steph Curry. Excuse me. It was the Warriors versus the. It was Warriors versus Suns. It was actually during Christmas. I was watching that game. They were very disciplined, even though they lost. But yeah, even though they, lost, they were a very disciplined, very disciplined team, team, you know, so, they don't yeah. make a lot of mistakes, and that's that's why I also see the Suns really could possibly be a team to threat to be a threat to the Warriors. When I look in the East, with all three of those guys healthy, I don't see a team that's a threat to them. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love Milwaukee. I love, I, I no, love what they it, did. It, it's, I have to I, see consistency. Um, consist, people be more consistent. Yeah, yeah. Of I, course, I need to of see course. consistency because of I'm, course, not, of course. I'm not sold of on how because don't forget you can't just, just jump out of bed and play basketball. You, that's right, not right, gonna, right. that's of not course. That's of not course, just gonna but, like flow. Of course, but if but like I said, but it's not like Kyrie's coming off an injury. You know that what I mean? That is true. But he's it's not like off he's of his coming, back, like he's a coming right, off house. Right. House, and I'm pretty right. sure, and I'm pretty sure off camera, Kyrie Irving has been in the gym still playing no, basketball. No, I'm not dialing that, but in in game, yeah. In uh, game, I'm as yeah, an athlete, as an athlete, you need you need practice. Excuse the background. As an athlete, you need practice. In game, that makes you yeah, better. Right, right, right. In game makes you better. Right, um, and I think, and I personally think, you know, Kyrie, he's gonna get back into that form. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been. This is not the first time. You know, he started a season late. Remember, remember in twenty six. Yep. And remember in twenty sixteen yep. when they when he won the championship with LeBron and the Cavaliers. You know, he did not. He missed almost half of the season because of that. Because of the knee injury. You mean twenty seventeen? 
No, 2016. He took he um missed the first half of the season because of a knee injury. He he suffered in the 2015. Uh, didn't the War- Warriors win 2016? No, the Cavs won 2016. The Warriors won 2015. The Warriors won in 2015. War- the Cavs War- won 2016. War- so that wasn't the Warriors won that was that the old- in Yes. Okay. So, oh yes, that's right. Because it was the West Conference Finals, not the right. Finals. Right. He remembered. He got hurt in Game yeah. One of yep, the yep, yep, 2015 yep. Finals, and then he ended yep, up because that's that's the Finals when what's his name got suspended. Uh, right. Green. Yeah, Green. Yes. Draymond Green got suspended yep. in 2016, and that's what I'm saying. You know, Kyrie. This is not the first time. You know, Kyrie's missed time. Yeah. And like yeah, I said, yeah. it's not. And like I said, it's not like he's coming off an injury like Clay Thompson is. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, you know what yeah, I mean? Two so injuries I'm, back to back. So, so right. That's, that's so and that's why, I'm, and that's why I say I don't think it's going to take him that long of a time to really get acclimated into the yeah. game because he's not coming off of an injury. You know. And like I said, with all three of those guys healthy in Brooklyn, I don't see a team in the East beating them. I don't. Well, I feel like he will take off the load off of Stephen Curry. Definitely. I will. Definitely. I definitely do. That. He definitely will. He definitely will take Stephen off the Curry load. Is kind of under Curry. a lot of pressure. And their bench and their bench is going. And their bench is already good. You know, Jordan Poole is amazing. Jordan Poole has been playing great lately. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's just gonna accept that bench role and still come off the bench and do the same thing he was doing. He was doing while Clay Thompson was out. I don't see. I don't see no drop off in his game. But like I said, and we've seen. The Nets, I mean, look at Pat Mills. He's been playing great. Yeah. You know, Nick Claxton, he's been playing good. They have good pieces on that Nets team. And like I said, I don't see a team in the East beating the Nets. I'm sorry, Milwaukee. Y'all had y'all little, y'all had y'all little fun. Y'all, y'all, I'm sorry. Milwaukee was lucky that Kyrie Irving got injured in the second round. Mo- Milwaukee was lucky. I, I don't care what nobody says. Milwaukee was lucky. Milwaukee was lucky. Kyrie goes down in game three. They were up 2-0. They were up 2-0. Right. You're right. You're right. Kyrie goes down in game three. The whole okay. series flips. The whole series flips. Yeah, right. It's basically Kevin Durant by himself. The whole series flips. Yeah. I'm sorry. Milwaukee got Milwaukee really got blessed with that championship because of injuries. And I and I'm and I'm standing on this. If Kawhi Leonard doesn't go down against the um Utah Jazz last year, the Clippers are the champions. The Clippers are the champions. Actually, yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. That's the actually, Clippers are the champions. I'm sorry. I, like I said, I love Milwaukee. I love Milwaukee. You know, Drew Holiday. You know, them getting Drew Holiday was huge. But they really were. They really got lucky with a lot of injuries. And Philly and Philadelphia also choking to the Atlanta Hawks. They got lucky with that too. Well, because I, mean, I don't think that's because of your guy Ben Simmons. But that's another, hey, hey, that's, hey. That's another that is because of Ben. That is because of Ben Simmons. But like I said, I don't think I don't think Milwaukee beats the Clippers or Philadelphia if they end up advancing. If they end up advancing, that's that's just me. Or they don't even get past Brooklyn, in my opinion. I honestly thought Milwaukee was going to get swept. In my opinion, I'm sorry. I thought Milwaukee was going to get swept. I was it think Giannis was going to be a Roma game. I really they, 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 they maybe would have gotten but. they maybe would have gotten a game, but the way it was looking, man, I, I thought they were gonna get swept. Before Kyrie was going before Kyrie went down, they were up. They were up. Kyrie goes sure. down, and then like I said, they win those two games, and it's basically Kevin Durant by himself. True. Um, that's that I sent you this earlier. This list, um, Recently, NFL.com updated uh, a MVP uh, ladder, and guess who was nowhere to be found on this list? LeBron. That's that's crazy. At number one is Giannis, and then it's KD, 
Miss Curry for those top three. What do you think about this this top three list? Top well, three. The, top, the, the, the top. How about this? The top ten. You. It's it's Giannis. And it's Durant. It's Curry. It's Jokic. It's Rudy Gobert. Uh, Chris Paul. Harden. Uh, the Demar. Uh, the De, Rosen. Uh, mm-hmm. Joel Embiid and Zach Lavar. The Levine. Um, what about those that top two? I think LeBron should be in this list. I'm sorry for somebody. LeBron, LeBron definitely should be in this list. I like I told you, like I told, like we had off camera. I don't know why the hell Rudy Gobert is even on this list. Um, why the hell is he number five? Why is he? Uh, above okay, Chris to Paul? me, I think LeBron should be in the top five at least because the brother is putting up almost thirty a game. He's well, he is putting up more than thirty a game now. Um, he's just behind Kevin Durant and KD. Wow, that's the same person. And Curry. Um, but it's not his fault that you're losing. And and you better take this for you not don't take this for granted, Kobe. Oh, you know. we, oh, we know, we know, we know it's not his fault. We we know it's not his fault. I've been uh, and you know that I've been advocating this since they've been on this skid. It is Anthony Damn Davis. It's Anthony Street Clothes Davis. He's supposed to be the best player on this team. It is Anthony Street Close Davis. This man has been playing like a scrub all season. I'm sorry. He's been playing like a scrub all season. We knew what we were getting with Russell Westbrook. We knew this was going to happen. But Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis should be the best player on this Lakers team. There's no reason why LeBron is playing his position better than him. Well, LeBron, sometimes LeBron has to pay two positions. At this point, he's playing the point guard and the center. He's playing the point center. He's playing the point center, Shamai. This point, the man's playing the point center. It's disgusting. It's kind of selfish, though. You know, it's kind of it's kind of selfish on AD's part for not trying to stay healthy. Um, yeah, I really think LeBron needs to be in the top five because it, it is Russell Westbrook too. And, and, oh, like, of course, the, I'm not. I'm not turnover, excluding. Don't, don't I'm not excluding AD. Russell Westbrook. I'm not. Yeah, the turnovers are really. Yeah, the turnovers are ridiculous. I'm not excluding. Really, I'm not excluding really um, bad. Trust me. Trust me. I'm not excluding Russell Westbrook. But the thing is, we knew what we were getting with Russell Westbrook. We got Russell Westbrook to help Anthony Davis to push Anthony Davis. So when LeBron is out, you know, they can still go on. They can still function as the Lakers. They're, they can still function as the Lakers. Anthony Dave, if Anthony Davis isn't playing like the best player on the team when LeBron is out, Russell Westbrook is not supposed to be the best player on the team. Well, what, well Russell Westbrook is supposed to at least – at least not turn the ball over as right, much right, as he right. is. Of course, that's of how. That's course, how. That's how. That's 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 that. That's not what LeBron. That's not what the Lakers brought him in to do. Right, like they he was not him, doing that. They he brought him in to push the tempo and keep exactly. the pace going and exactly. keep the pace going. But that. But like I. But like I also said. But like I also said. You know, don't get me wrong. Russell Westbrook, he does need to cut back on the turnovers. But at the same time. When he has to be the guy who sets everybody up because everybody else wants to stand around and not do anything, he's also going to get a lot of those turnovers. Like they're like the nine turnover game. I actually watched um, the high a lot of the Grizzlies. Are you yeah. talking about the Grizzlies game? No, no, this okay. last game where he just had nine pass turnovers. I actually watched. Um, uh, I watched a little bit of that game. They just beat the Timberwolves. Um, it was against the Timberwolves. 
I actually watched a lot of that game. A lot of his turnovers wasn't his fault. A lot of his turnovers wasn't his fault. There oh. was, there was yeah, guys. You're right, but at there the was, same time, there was a, yeah, there was. A, don't get me wrong. There was turnovers where you're looking at Russ like, are you serious? But there was also turnovers where he was hitting guys in their hands and they weren't catching the ball. I think he threw a pass to Avery Bradley. He dropped the ball. Um, Stan, he threw a couple of passes to Malik Monk who fumbled the ball. Um, what else? There was a fast break where he uh, he gave it again to Avery Bradley on a wide open fast break for a layup and Avery Bradley fumbled the ball. Like, that's, that's not all on him. But then there's also the turnovers where it's like, Russ, why are you leaving your feet to make a pass? So why? Okay, I want to I want to ask you this question. Defensive defensive wise, is it is it do you think it's the coaching of it all? Or do you think it's just the player? You, the, the coach can only do so much. Because I remember before we went on vacation, you were talking about how uh, the Lakers coach should be fired. If if it I don't goes, think if it goes left, if Frank Vogel goes, think yeah, Frank Volt, my personal opinion, I don't think he should be fired. I don't think he should be fired. But there's also times where you look at the Lakers and you just question some of his rotations, his his rotations. You know what I mean? Like there's times where the Lakers, the Lakers are capable of playing top ten defense. We've seen it in games. They are capable of playing top ten defense. They all lock in and play defense you know what i mean frank vogel so is a what defensive do you, see, person do you think it's a problem is it is it, it's not a lebron i think it's a lack of effort from their players i really do think it's a i think it's a lack of effort from their players and here's what i mean there's times where even in the next game i'm using Nets game as an example when they came back Christmas, from, when they went on the um the fourth quarter they went on what was it like a 30 something to like eight yes. run if i'm correct yeah, to yeah, get yeah, back yeah. In the game. yeah and they were down. They were down one. All they had to do was get one defensive stop, and Russell Westbrook falls asleep on defense and leaves. And Patty Mills runs to the corner. And he gets a wide open three. That's effort. That's not coaching. That's effort. That is that is pure effort. We see Anthony. It um what's we call against the Boston Celtics in LA, a game that they won. Robert Williams is literally jumping over Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis is not even attempting to jump to get to jump to block the lob attempt. Yeah, that's effort. That's not coaching. That's effort. There's times where you can use a guy like Dwight Howard in the game because you know Dwight Howard's going to give you all his all on defense. Dwight Howard is going to give you what, like maybe eight to 10 points, maybe 12 points a game. But you know he's going to get you almost 10 boards a game and maybe like two or three blocks, right? Because he's because he's putting in that effort to um play. There's um Mello. They pick on Melo all the time, and I just see Melo just like, just like, oh, it's whatever. Let them pick on me. Melo, there's times where Melo's yeah. not, you know, trying to play defense. That's why they got Stanley Johnson. Look at Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson gave his all. Stanley Johnson gives his all to play defense. That was a huge pickup. I love Stanley Johnson. He gives he gives 110% every time he's on the floor when it comes well, to defense. Do you think, well, well, isn't karma a, a female dog? Because you got rid of Caruso, and look what happened. They didn't get rid of Caruso. He actually walked. I I wasn't I wasn't a fan. Well, they, of they, didn't, they didn't ask him to stay. They didn't like begging to stay. They didn't. They they, they didn't they, fight for him they to didn't stay. Match him to stay. They didn't match him to stay, which was a mistake in my opinion. Yes. I think they should have kept Caruso. 
I would love to see Caruso on this team. Caruso is the would give that well, energy. So they probably they would probably I, have have five more wins than they have right now if Caruso right, was I a, think, because of, I think of if, elite defender I think, he is. I think if Caruso was on this team, he would be in the closing lineup with Russ, LeBron, yeah. um, Melo, and maybe and, and Anthony. Hey, and where's the White Howard? Why is he so? That's smart? what I'm saying. And see, that's what I'm saying. Why is the White Howard? Not getting playtime now. Don't get me wrong. I get they're not playing center because they're not playing centers because they're not playing under stretch that they are in right now. They're not playing teams with you know centers. You know what I mean? They're not playing teams with centers that they need to play that they need to play in. You know, they're, they're not playing ball, big. They're, they're not playing yeah, big. They're, they're, they're not yeah, playing their big. small yeah, ball lineup is small. actually actually their small ball lineup is actually pretty good. If, not bad, if you yeah. ask me, there it's not bad. I mean, playing LeBron at center, let him run the offense. It's actually pretty good. But there is times where you need the White Howard in the game. There's yeah. times where you need to put the White Howard in the game. Especially as a defender also. He's a very elite defender. My point. And I feel like, you know, you can run that small ball lineup, you know, when it comes to four quarter time when you need the scoring. But you also, but you also need the White Howard to help out with the defending, with the rebound. I don't know how the hell they even won against the Timberwolves. They got out-rebounded. They got bro. The Timberwolves had the same amount of offensive rebounds that the Lakers did as a team. You just don't. You just don't win games with turnovers out being out rebound. Well, exactly, and, and that's and, and, and you can't and that's be what successful I'm in the playoffs doing that. right. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, the Lakers have had a lot of you know rotation pieces because you know of COVID and injury and guys coming in and out of the lineup. But at the same time, and yes, I get it. They haven't had a full set lineup you know what I mean they haven't had they haven't ran they haven't ran like the same starting lineup you know uh what you call I think they haven't ran like the same starting lineup I think they had the most changes to their starting lineup out of any team this season if I'm correct and I under I understand that but at the same time when you get these guys back and healthy their need you guys need they need to find a set lineup clearly Anthony Davis is not liking playing center he clearly doesn't like it you know what I mean? So that's why you have Dwight Howard. That's why you have DeAndre Jordan. Now, and Carmelo also. Right. And Carmelo, don't get me wrong. Carmelo is doing his thing. Carmelo is doing what he's supposed to do. They brought him in to, you know, stretch the floor, hit yep. those three-point jump shots, and that's what he's been doing. Yes. Uh, and a guy that they need to continue to start, in my opinion, is Malik Monk. Malik Monk needs to be started. Mm-hmm. Malik Monk has been balling since he's been back off the COVID off yeah. the um COVID list. Malik Monk, I I think Malik Monk needs to be continue to start. Um he's playing defense. He's hitting his shots. Um he's he moves around with the ball. You know, we've seen him bring up the ball sometimes, set up the offense. Um, you know, like I said, it's not really coaching. It's not coaching that has to do that's wrong with the Lakers. It's effort. But as but as we've seen in the NBA, you know, when things go left, it's always the coach that gets blamed. You know what I mean? And like I said, and like I said, the Lakers continue, you know, to slide. You know, right now they're on a two-game winning streak. You know, things are looking good. Well, you know, okay. I, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Kobe. You keep you keep bringing up the winning streak, but they're not playing nobody. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I want them to be like. Of course, I, I want them to be a decent team. Like everybody be- was raving when they beat the Rockets. They're the worst. Right. I wasn't raving about them beating the Rockets, but you know, 
I was raving about LeBron because LeBron is playing. LeBron's 37, man. The man is yeah, playing. Yeah, man. yeah. I, I'm not. I, I gave him his props, but the thing yeah, is, the man is playing amazing. LeBron but can't you are, win, but LeBron you are, can't like, win everything need, by himself. Right. He can't win a championship need, by himself. They need to be quality teams. Yes. And, you know, like I said, it's a long season. A lot of things can change. You know, you know, maybe, maybe when they get Anthony Davis back, maybe Anthony Davis comes back to the to earth and be and becomes the Anthony Davis that we all know and love. That we always that you know we always raved about. You know, we always used remember we always was calling Anthony Davis a top five player in the league, man. We was always calling yeah. him a top five player in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, say say he comes back from the injury, top three big. And, Right. Say he comes back from injury and, you know, he's that guy again. You know, then things can turn around for the yeah, Lakers. Yeah, I, I don't know. I See, the thing is, it's consistency that right. is, is not in the favor of the Lakers. But right. at the same time, this was a bad pickup for the Lakers when they picked up Russell Westbrook. I really think so. And I don't think there, there, it's, uh, there is – I don't think there's going to be a connection with or a chemistry because it looks like they don't have chemistry. And that, and that, I mean, him and LeBron look pretty good in this stretch. I'm not going to lie. You know, playing together, him and LeBron have, oh, no, not with this him and LeBron. I'm talking about like, oh, with Anthony Davis. Yes. 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 I I, I see where you're coming from. I, I, I definitely see, I definitely see where you're coming from when it, when, um, it comes to him and Anthony Davis. Yeah, um, I don't know what's I feel the problem. Like, I, feel like, I feel like him and Anthony Davis, you know, they need to spend a little more time together. Yeah. You know, like, they need to spend not, a little more time together. It's not the LeBron, it's not LeBron because, and Westbrook. I think it's because you, it, LeBron it, it, and Westbrook. Yeah, yeah they have LeBron a great Westbrook chemistry. Yeah, 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 yeah. They play with each other a couple times, especially on the yeah, team LeBron USA. LeBron and Westbrook are looking pretty good Yeah, together. they play with each other with Team USA, the All-Star game. Right. Like, and that was the number one thing everybody was saying. It was, how is LeBron and Westbrook going to mesh up? And yeah, they no, mesh up I, pretty good. And I'm not worried about that. I'm not yeah, worried about that. Yeah, I was worried about AD. Yeah, I was never worried about LeBron and Russell Westbrook meshing together. I knew that they were going to mesh together. LeBron's played with a guy, with a guy, Sim, you know, similar to Russ Russell play style and Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade wasn't, you know, a shooter. He wasn't, he was a slasher, just like Russell Westbrook is. And, you know, they both, they both fed but, off each but other. But the thing with Dwayne Wade, but Dwayne Wade was a, an elite defender. And, right. And he Dwayne was Wade was an elite and he defender. And he also took that, and he also took that back seat to LeBron, which I think yes. Russell Westbrook is finally starting to do. He's trying to understand. Yeah, yes. I think Russell Westbrook is starting to understand that, you know, you know, you know, right now I got to take this back seat to LeBron because it looks like that's really what he's doing. You know, he's, you know, most of his assists come off LeBron. He's setting up LeBron pretty good. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If you ask me, him and him and LeBron's chemistry has been really, really good these last, you know, these last couple of weeks. But like, but like you just said, you know, integrating Anthony Davis back into the lineup, it's really, how are those two going to mesh up together? You know, you know, how are those two going to feed off each other when LeBron's not on the floor? You know what I mean? That is true. So, that is true. You know true. what I mean? So you can't I have feel like LeBron I feel, play the whole game. And, and like I said, I feel like if Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook, you know, they get that chemistry going, you know, they yep. start learning how to play off each other, I think the Lakers will be fine. I, I think they'll be perfectly oh, I don't see fine. Them beating, I don't see them beating the Suns. Oh, I don't, I don't see right them beating now, Oh, yeah, right State. now, I don't – right now, of course. But, you know, like like I've said, it's a very long season. Anything can happen. You know, maybe – who knows? If Anthony Davis 
comes back, like I said, if Anthony Davis comes back to that beast that we know he is, and him and Russell Westbrook, you know, they get it down together. I I can see I see the Lakers going pretty far in the playoffs. I do see them going pretty far in the Whoa. playoffs because, like I said, they gotten LeBron and Russell Westbrook already got it down. It's really Russ and Anthony Davis who need to get it down. Well, yeah, I I am really concerned. Well, I don't 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 I don't want to talk about my own horn, but I did call it that this this was this is gonna take a while. Yeah, we all agreed this was gonna take a while. We all agreed this was going to take a while. We knew this was gonna take a while, maybe even a season's worth, who knows? But right now, like but like I said, you know, it's really Russ and Anthony Davis, they really gotta get it. They really got to get it down packed, you know. So they got to get it down. Who, packed. who? Okay, so a lot of people are discussing that um, Russell Westbrook might not be a Laker next year. Do you think? I don't. That's... I I don't think that's true. I think he will be a Laker next year. Um, I um, they're not going to trade him unless something drastic happens. Like they don't make the playoffs, they're not going to trade him. If they make the playoffs and you know, they end up losing like what second or maybe or maybe the conference finals. Okay, then they're gonna they're probably gonna use this as building blocks and be like, okay, maybe we had too many, maybe we just didn't have the right pieces around them. You know what I mean? I don't think they're gonna trade Russell Westbrook at all. I think they got him because they actually want him to be there. Okay. Um, um, I don't see them trading him. I'm not a fan of the people saying that he needs to be traded. I don't think he needs to be traded. I just like me. I you think have to... he needs more more chemistry, right? Like me, you just said he just needs more time and more chemistry to yeah. get it down. Because right now, like we both said, him and LeBron they got it down. Him and LeBron have yeah. got it down. It's now when Anthony Davis comes back, how are they going to get it down? Are they going to get it down? And like I said, I don't think he needs to be traded. I just think. I think that they need, like I said, I think that the team needs to get healthy, number one. The team definitely needs to get healthy, number one. And they need to really find that lineup that works, you know, like their small ball lineup has worked right now. We all know that when Anthony Davis comes back, he's going to be integrated into that small ball lineup. We know he's going to be in that small ball lineup playing the five, probably LeBron the four. I see it might be, I say it might be like, this might be the small ball. I see maybe Russ, Malik Monk. Um, Anthony Davis, LeBron, maybe Avery Bradley stays in there, or they throw in Melo because Melo can stretch for and Melo can shoot the ball. You know, he's shooting about what 40% from downtown mm-hmm. this year. So I can see that being a closing lineup. And that's honestly not a bad closing lineup. If you ask me, you know, you got Melo and Malik Monk, two guys who can stretch the floor. Malik Monk could get to the rim if he needs to be, you know. And, and like me and you have just said, we know what LeBron and Russ are going to give us on a chemistry standpoint. It's what Anthony Davis is going to give that yeah. team. If Anthony Davis is the Anthony Davis that we all know and love him to be, the top five guy that we always said he's, that he is, I see no problem with that with um the Lakers. we Anthony Davis needs to get needs to really get it right, get Get it right. He needs to be the 2020 Anthony Davis. That's what he needs to be. I need to see the bubble. That that's what we need to see. We need to see even pre-bubble, even pre-bubble Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, man, did you see Anthony Davis before the bubble? Anthony Davis was killing it before the bubble, man. That was probably the best I see AD play in a while, Mm -hmm. man. But yeah, we need we need bubble AD to pop out. We need we need bubble AD to pop out. Like, and like I said, don't get me wrong, I get it. He's been injured. He's been injured, you know, 
that probably is playing like a course in the back of his mind because we've seen, you know, players who've been injured before, you know, that kind of psychologically messes with them. We saw it for a while with Derrick Rose for a while, but now, you know, we saw it with Derrick Rose for a while. Um, Even Brandon Roy, Tracy McGrady tried it out a little bit, but, you know, the injury, the injury, that injury was just stuck in the back of his mind. And I guess I think that's really what's wrong with Anthony. I feel like, you know, he's probably scared of getting injured again like he just did like he just did you know that's probably what it is but I feel like you know if he does end up getting over that I think Anthony Davis will be back to the Anthony Davis that we all think that we all know he should be at which is top five player in the league top three big arguably could be you arguably put him as the best big in the league you're at some time you're pushing it Giannis Giannis will always be no no Giannis I think it's no Oh yeah, no, I'm talking about even before Giannis won um his ring, we were we were li- there was comparisons well, about Giannis being better than Giannis. Like, no, because you got don't forget Giannis won two MVPs. Oh yeah, no, Giannis won, player of the year. Oh, yeah, no, Giannis in, in the won, championship. Of course, well, Anthony yeah. Davis has won yeah, we, the championship. We know that. We know that Giannis won two MVPs. But I'm talking about even before Giannis won his championship, there were conversations with there was conversations of between him and Anthony Davis. There was conversation. Yeah. That's he, what I that's when he won I mean. the championship. He got two MVPs in the defense the right. play of the year. Right. He definitely right. But still, like I said, there were still conversations with people saying that you there was there were a lot of people who felt Anthony Davis was better than Giannis at one point. You gotta remember that because of his play. Okay. There were a lot of people. That's what I that's what I mean when I say he needs to be back in that conversation. That's what Anthony Davis needs well, to be I think, back. You know, I think it's it goes it, it goes for me, it goes Giannis then now I'm gonna go Giannis and B. I'm gonna say Giannis. I'm I'm Jokic. I want to say okay, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna put Jokic in there and then I'm gonna put Jokic in there because Jokic we cannot disrespect an MVP. Jokic Jokic yeah. has an MVP, so I'm I have to give Jokic a slight edge over Joel and B mm-hmm. right now because of the MVP. But don't get me wrong, Joel and B definitely has the talent to win an MVP. He top definitely five. has a top, top, yes. top three. Top three. No, I no, I'm saying top five because we bumped. Oh, so you want to put him at number three instead of AD? For for best big right now? Yeah. Yeah, of okay. course. Hell yes. I'm gonna put I'm gonna definitely put him up there. Okay. I, my top, my top big, my top bigs is Giannis, Jokic, and B as my top three. Anthony Davis is still in the top five because of talent-wise. Yeah, that's what I'm brings. saying. As a yeah, talent, not talent. as a, like, current, current. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of talent-wise, what he brings. But what I'm saying is Anthony Davis needs to be playing at the level of where we was of where we was talking about him being the best yeah. big in the game. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. That's what I mean. All right. That does it for us. Thank you so much, for, uh, Kobe, for coming on. Have a good one. Uh, uh, see you next week with Adrian. Uh, we better be here. Like I said, we got some bones to pick with that, man. Definitely <laughs> do. All right. See you later. Oh. The action never stops. Happy New Year. Yeah.